Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, how are you doing? Well, good morning. We're, uh, good. How are you? Into uh, July now, and uh, we celebrated uh, Monday, uh, July 4th. We had a brief little beautiful thing, and yesterday we actually answered uh, a question about mm-hmm. uh, honor and respect as we uh, talk about- It's a great question, too. I love com- when people send those in. Yeah. It was, it was really good to talk about, you know, um, yeah, we have the call to, to honor people uh, with respect, but- well, how do we handle truth and how do we handle disagreement mm-hmm. and are we silent uh, to just say we you know we don't want to have any conflict and uh, and by the way uh, you know Jesus said this is in Matthew 10 34 to 38 he said he, interesting enough um, and uh, maybe we'll spend some time on that is he says I actually <laughs> and we talked about peace of the covenant he says I haven't come mm-hmm. to bring peace I've come to bring a sword Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, I'm going to have, you know, uh, family members against family members, friends against friends. Uh, he says, because if you're not willing to personally follow me, you're not worthy of me. And your first and highest priority needs to be to follow me first and then see what I have to say about uh, disagreement and process. Mm-hmm. So that and he's not saying that you get into deep, uh, you know, division and and fight each other, but rather that. Um, don't be afraid of conflict for the sake of it because truth is going to be important for you to pursue mm-hmm. my truth and then I'll share with you how you can speak truth to others um, even even those that are close to you in other right. words don't let their don't let their faults dominate mm-hmm. dominate you so we we kind of talked about that yesterday and I love even just thinking about those words that we were speaking yesterday when we went to the scripture talking about our words are to be things that build each other up to build other edify other believers and coming back to his word and i think that's such an important thing to remember that god cares about the heart behind our words and and that we are truly doing it out of a pure heart and sharing with others bringing them back to truth because we trust his word is best none better um, out of love for them not just out of wanting to prove ourselves right yeah absolutely uh, and so we're talking about this aspect of covenant. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Uh, that uh, it's a, an agreement. Uh, he, he says, I'm ready to always deliver the covenant. Uh, your role is to uh, surrender your will to mine, stay with me, uh, come to hope, uh, come to a place of waiting on me, making known that I, I will resolve things. And we've been talking about this aspect of peace, of mm-hmm. stay in and maintain the life of peace, shalom, which is life with him. He says, you stay with me and stay in peace so that I can deliver to you the covenant. And so this is this is a big deal. Uh, so let's go to last time we talked about, you know, Philippians 4, 6 to 7, when you're anxious, he says, uh, come to me, uh, start to uh, request what I have to say about this. I'll keep your your heart in perfect peace, which surpasses all knowledge because it's spiritual. 
he makes another cool statement about peace. Go to Colossians 1, mm-hmm. uh, 13 through uh, 23. Colossians 1, excuse me, 15 through 23. Okay. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him whether things on earth or things in heaven, having having made peace through the blood of the cross. And you who were once alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present your body, to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. If indeed you continue in the faith grounded and steadfast and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel from which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. Yeah. So he says that... um... Uh, Christ created all things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says by him, uh, for him, in him, through him. Uh, and he is before all things. So he created heaven and earth. So remember, heaven and earth is a unit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's part of the creation. Uh, he said all the uh, material things, visible and invisible, the thrones, principalities, powers, so even the angelic, the demonic, mm-hmm. all things have been created, and he's preeminent above all that over all of it yes and again it's really simple how did he create it all with the spoken word yeah he spoke it see it spoke it spiritual spirit produced material Mm -hmm. so material is subordinate to the spiritual why because he can speak it out of nothing Um, Mm -hmm. it's called ex nihilo out of nothing it wasn't he took stuff and reformed it it was that it was purely spirit Mm-hmm. And which is eternal, which is hard for us to fathom. And he spoke creation material and the visible, the invisible, all the things that were part of into existence. Mm-hmm. And, he, and that's why he says Christ is preeminent, is superior to all that. Why? Because he created it all uh, and he's above all. Uh, okay. Um, and then it said in verse 19 and 20, uh, all the fullness dwells in Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, who created all this, and by him to reconcile all things to himself by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven. Okay, mm-hmm. the, the word here is uh, to bring back to harmony, to restore mm. back to the original condition the things on earth and the things in heaven. So, it, and, and think of it in kind of two phases. We know, because we've studied the end times, uh, what, happens at, what happens at the end. There will be a new heaven and new earth. There'll be a completely restored mm-hmm. new heaven and new earth, and we'll live there in et- eternally. He said, so that is going to happen, uh, mm-hmm. and that would be what I call, what I call phase two. Um, phase one is our life now, mm-hmm. uh, that I'm going to restore to you back to the original condition, the life that was intended for Adam and Eve while you live in a wicked world with a sinful nature, surrounded by self-centered people. Mm-hmm. So he, he says, my, my heart is to reconcile that, bring that back, knowing that it won't be perfect. 
Mm-hmm. Why? Well, because we we aren't we don't have the the ability to live in that new creation yet. We're still living in the old creation that has problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Satan here. There's a demonic here. There's kill, steal, and destroy. There's entropy. There's destruction. There's trouble. Uh, he says, while you're in that trouble, uh, he says, what I'm going to do is reconcile you back, those things in your life back while you're living on earth. And he says, because he did what? He made peace, shalom, through the blood, through the blood of, the cross, of his cross. Yeah. He says, so I've, I've conquered the power that is going to keep you in a place of destruction and rather, uh, I can deliver to you the reconciled life. Okay, what does mm-hmm. that mean? Covenant. I can bless you to make you a blessing where? In a very difficult place, because mm. I have superiority over it, and I conquered that through the work of the cross, and as he calls it, the peace. Mm-hmm. I, I made peace with it. I, I brought back harmony because of what I did and who I am and my preeminence with it. Um, And he says, now um, you continue to live there with faith grounded in with steadfast love uh, Mm -hmm. and stay in the hope of the gospel, which is what? How about now? Right. You can live in the covenant. Um, Mm -hmm. Through what? Through peace. And that's why he says, you know, stay in peace, live in peace, uh, experience peace, because I've done it at the cross and I uh, made peace because mm-hmm. I am peace and I have the ability to deliver you the peace which gives you the privilege of receiving the covenant mm-hmm. to, to be blessed to be a blessing that's why he said it's important for you to stay there um, and then if you jump over to Colossians 315 you, you actually talked about this uh, is that he says let let peace do what it says let the peace of God rule in your hearts to which you were also called in one body, and be thankful. Yeah. Uh, so he says, um, uh, the word there, which you, you properly described, is the word umpire. Uh, mm-hmm. It's to uh, let it rule, call in and out, fair and foul, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, strike or ball. Um, umpiring is, are you in peace or not? Right. Um, let peace. Which is such a great indicator. I think that's a great way for us to be able to tell if we're if we're standing in his will and getting his his direction as he yeah. leads, you know. Yeah. Um, so that you have uh, the peace of being umpired, of ruling. Are you in peace or not? Why? Mm-hmm. Well, because I've I've set it up. I've I've given peace at the cross to be able to live in a way that you can stay in that place mm-hmm. for me to deliver the covenant. Right. Um, and don't get, don't get distracted and don't get pulled away from that by the, the, the stuff of life, which is going to come against you and be troublesome, mm-hmm. uh, but rather uh, experience uh, the fullness uh, of life uh, by letting peace umpire you. Okay, so go to now, um, go to 1 Thessalonians uh, 5, uh, 12 and 13. 12 and 13 says, And we urge you, brethren, to recognize those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. Be at peace among yourselves. Yeah. Um, So he says that um, as you are in a body with leaders, Mm -hmm. uh, is to respect and honor them, um, and work uh, to be at what? 
peace. To be at peace among each other, yeah. To be at peace among everybody. So, mm-hmm. um, and by the way, this, this produces complications, uh, which is going to be kind of back to what we talked about yesterday is what if those leaders are actually coming against you and, and teaching things that aren't true? Uh, mm-hmm. Or trying to persuade you to do something that you know isn't of God. Right. God says, you know, um, He says, as far as this concern, um, attempt to be at peace because, in a sense, regardless of what's going on around us with the body or with those uh, that are in our in our uh, church uh, environment, why can I be at peace with everybody? This is this is interesting. Why can I be at peace with everyone? Yeah. Because I, we're in one spirit with God. Yeah, because I can be at peace. Yeah. See, yeah. I can be at peace with God for sure. Um, now, I may not be uh, having a, a shalom with another party mm-hmm. because they're not willing. Remember what we talked about yesterday? Right. They're not willing to do what? Walk to into the truth. process and walk with to, to God. To process yeah. the truth. Okay. Uh, God says you don't have to accept that. Um, it's to, with honor and respect, make an effort to try to get to peace, shalom, and first of all, he says, you have to stay there yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, if you stay there, let me guide you into opening up doors, tell you how to speak, how to, how to speak up, how to speak the truth and love. Uh, let them either continue or not. Um, I can give you all that wisdom. Mm-hmm. And as far as this concerning you is your heart is to what? Make sure I don't get drawn away from my peace. Right. Because that's where the covenant is going to be delivered to who? To me. Mm-hmm. So even if they're pulling me out or trying to pull me out, I don't have to. They right. won't. They won't experience the covenant, but but I can. When mm-hmm. all the time? Why? Even in the midst of all of you that, know, stay yeah. stay in the process of uh, you know pursuing truth, uh, peace. Okay, go to Second Thessalonians uh, three, uh, verse six. First of all, it says, "But we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you withdraw from every brother who walks disorderly." and not according to the tradition which he received from us. Okay. Um, And this is, uh, we just read, you know, make every effort to be at peace. Mm -hmm. And he says, now let me give you a little bit of insight. Mm -hmm. Uh, He says, um, if uh, they're not willing to process well with you, what Mm -hmm. what does he say you should do? Withdraw. Yeah, withdraw. Um, It's okay. Um, and see, withdraw. <laughs> hmm. it, it isn't chasing them down. See, it's not. I've got to stay here and persuade them. I've got to stay here and fight them. Um, That's interesting, right? Because uh, we do so often think it's our job to just take care of that and yeah, fix it. <laughs> yeah, I got to set them straight, and I can't allow that. And uh, and they're the ones that that are coming mm-hmm. against me, and I got I, I got to you know put up with it. I said, well, just withdraw from it. Mm-hmm. Um, after again, we've done what? Invited them, right? Because they're disorderly. Uh, the word there, disorderly, is that they don't have a care to follow God. Mm-hmm. And what? why? Well, because I've invited them to. And they basically mm-hmm. said, I don't care. Right. Um, I'm going to come against you, and I'm going to come against your heart. Uh, and he says, well, um, withdraw from them. And he's talking about every brother. Mm-hmm. So it's brother and sister so in Christ. Other believers. Other believers. Right? who walk disorderly and not according to the tradition of, of what it means to walk with God, which he has received. I've been, God's, Paul says, I've been teaching them this. Right. So what does that look like? Withdraw from them. Okay. You're other believers. You're in a church body together, a church community together. What 
play that out for me in real world. Okay. Well, first of all, it would be at the moment, in the moment. Okay. Um, so you got a problem. Mm-hmm. Somebody's coming hard against you and raising up the energy. Right. Uh, and and you've, you've stayed, remember, back at Ephesians 4, um, which we talked about last week, was mm-hmm. uh, we didn't let any unwholesome talk mm-hmm. come out of our mouth. Um, uh, actually, we might have talked about that even yesterday, is that we didn't, we didn't let any unwholesome talk come out of our mouth so that um, I'm, at, I'm in the place of peace and communion with God, and I'm not riled up about it. Now, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not happy with it because... I don't agree with them, and they're coming hard. Right. They're coming hard against me, uh, and so again, what what I try to do is is say, well, I understand that you disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, would you be willing to process together to see what God would have to say, and let's go to the Word together mm-hmm. so that we can see if we can come to some understanding of this together. Right. I, I have a hard to. Would you uh, now? disorderly conduct is the answer is no mm-hmm. um, I don't care I'm I already know you know and usually it's I already know the truth uh, and the Bible says and they could even use scripture verses to support their position I'm coming hard against you mm-hmm. okay uh, well then because of that there's no sense in mm-hmm. us continuing any further because uh, unless we're willing to go to the Bible together even though you think you may know it and I think I may know it but I'm, I'm willing to go to the scriptures together and process it. And we can even get another mm-hmm. another party involved. Let's get the pastor involved. Let's get somebody else involved. Uh, no, I'm not going to. Well, then withdrawing would be, you know what? It's not going to do any good for us to debate and fight and argue about this. So right. I really have nothing more to say. And I would, I would, I'm not going to spend any more time with you. So I wish you well. And uh, there's nothing more for us to talk about. And, right. and you literally withdraw by, by walking away. So withdrawing from the particular argument and that sort of thing. However, not necessarily withdrawing. I think sometimes people will use this and I'm offended by another believer in my church. Therefore, I'm offended by my church and I'm out. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they and they use it as an excuse to withdraw from community. Right. Um, which we're called to be in. And so I think we have to be cautious of that, making sure that's why I wanted you to just talk through what that really is saying there. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. So that um, uh, I've uh, had a chance to um, invite them to process well. I'm not, I'm not going to engage in unwholesome talk. I withdraw at the right. moment. I withdraw at the moment. Now, um, is this another, just another believer in the in the church that either I may or may not have relationship with, and mm-hmm. at, I can be in the church without that relationship. It's okay, right? Um, you know, it's not going to be he's not he or she's not going to be in my inner circle, right? Uh, because those are going to be people that have a That's heart. That's going to be you know, people who want to go to truth. Yes. If this is a leader in the church that is now trying mm-hmm. to force me to do something, right? That, that I can't and do, and is leading other believers astray in this as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then I would I would feel compelled that. Um, First, I would uh, use Matthew uh, 18 mm-hmm. um, and uh, go ahead and go to that and let's talk about that because it, it gives us a really clear path uh, of how to do this. Um, so go to Matthew 18. Okay. Um, he's, uh, you know, talking about, um, you, know, uh, you know, be careful not to offend each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he says that, 
you know, our heart is to have those that go astray to come. And then he goes to verse 15 uh, through 17. Uh, go ahead and read that. Uh, Matthew 18, 15 to 17. Moreover, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he hears you, you've gained your brother. But if he will not hear, take with you one or two more, that by the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he refuses even to hear the church, let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector. Yeah, and that's basically that. Now he's, an, he's operating as an unbeliever. So mm-hmm. um, if, if this has broader implication mm-hmm. uh, in terms of either they're asking me to do something or, or trying to force me to do something and or uh, they're trying to establish a program or a policy or a statement that I just can't support, uh, first of all, I would go to him, including the pastor or including a leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you said or you're trying to, and I don't agree with that. Could we process that together? Kind of like we just talked about. We'd go. We'd, right. we'd make one more attempt of. Okay, I'm not going to argue at the moment, but you know, I but see. To go to truth I, I, together. I see that this is bigger than just our just our relationship. So, mm-hmm. hey, would you like to talk about this because it has bigger implication? He says, if he hears you, that you've gained a brother to mm-hmm. walk together to seek the truth. He says, no, I'm not willing to. Okay, then you would call other people in the church, leaders in the church, elders in the mm-hmm. church, and say, um, would you go with me to process this because I see this being an issue that has bigger implication and I'm called to help at least facilitate the attempt to mm-hmm. see if we can if we can restore that, uh, that brother or this situation. Uh, sure, they should say sure. So then we go with two or three. Um, and now it's not just you. And, and remember, the people you want to go with are, are people that say, do you have a heart right. to treat with honor and respect? Have you gone to forgiveness? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to just invite them to get to the truth of, of what God says together? That's all. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have a heart to do that? We're not there to persuade them or convince them. It's just, you know, hey, what, we, what you're doing or how you're acting or what's going on here just isn't right. Could we do this together in a healthy way? Let's process together. And even if we, let's say, mediate something, um, either he says, yeah, or no. Okay, mm-hmm. if not, then you, then you take it to the ruling body of the church and you say, I've made this attempt. Uh, they rejected, rejected, rejected. And I'm asking you to step in mm-hmm. and facilitate this discussion because I think it has implication for the church and for my position in the church. Uh, or what's going on with this person. Um, and the leadership should take it on. By the way, they can say no. Uh, mm-hmm. Then then you have another uh, thought or question, but uh, ultimately it would be to invite them to the truth. And if not, then the elders are supposed to say, well, then we can't allow you to be in leadership or we can't allow you to be trying to influence people here. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you really have to separate um, uh, you can you can come and attend the church, but you can't have any position or authority in the church. Um, right. That's the way it's supposed to work. Uh, now, if it's <laughs> it could be the the ruling body that's themselves uh, that are trying to control. Remember, we talked in mm-hmm. the, in the end times. We talked about the spirit of Jezebel, right, right, of, of control, and they don't care about following God. They want to run things themselves, and now you're a participant in that, and you see, wait a minute, the leadership are the ones that are that are doing this and they don't have a heart to go anywhere else with it. So withdrawal may mean 
well, Father, what would you have me do here? Right. And he may say, and that well, may very well leave. It may very well be to leave the church. Yeah, yeah. You know, you remember because there's one thing. Again, this this is the whole counsel of God. I know one thing. God says He hates. We we, mm-hmm. we talked about that word hates. He hates division. Right. In um, that, if you have an opportunity, that here's a body that is opposing you, or you think mm-hmm. should be done differently. Well. They, they are the ones that have the ruling position. And why don't you, instead of staying here and causing division, after mm-hmm. you've invited them to process truth, and they don't want to or they're not going to or their position's firm, then he says, usually what he says, oh, why don't you just go somewhere else because you have the privilege of doing that. Mm-hmm. You can go find other people. Uh, by the way, it doesn't, sometimes it's not even about right and wrong. Um, right. It's just the way that things are structured or, or operate. I'll give you an example. Um, I took over a church in Chicago, and um, uh, it was a mess. And the pastor had committed adultery, and I stepped in as senior pastor, and it was just, it was a mess. And um, so people were mad and upset. And so they would come into my office. The first three or four months, they just came into my office and, and complained. Um, and a lot of the complaints, because this was a young church, particularly of single women, is this church doesn't have any uh, male elders or female elders. And I want to change that, um, and I want it to be different. And I think you should, you should, you should. You know. And I said, okay, I appreciate your thought. Um, uh, this church has so many issues. I'm telling you right now, if if the, if I was a long-term pastor here, I would say let's go process that together. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, I can't even get to that. Right. And, and we're not going to get to that. I didn't, I'm not, not even, a primary focus yet. I'm not even <laughs> saying what you think is right or wrong. I have no comment on that. Uh, mm-hmm. Rather, uh, I just can't get to it for the next couple of years until the next pastor comes in, and I would urge mm-hmm. you to do it. I said, now this, if that issue causes you to have deep uh, unhappiness by joining, being part of this church, mm-hmm. I would urge you to say, you know what, it's okay. There's plenty of churches that you can go be part of that support right. that. Let me help you find those. Because I know one thing is uh, you can't stay here and cause so division. And cause division uh, because mm-hmm. that's against God's nature. And I would even encourage you to find a place that would be thrilling to you. By the way, if it's not that important to you, and maybe you can live with it at the moment, and it's, yeah, I'd like to still stay here, and I can put that aside, then stay, and by the way, right. we'd love for you to do it, but if you're a leader of the church, you can't bring this back up and try to cause division because mm. God hates division. That's good. Um, That's really good. And then I'd help them you know, find that other place. So it wasn't like even, yeah, I think you're not right. Or I just said, you know what? I don't even have a comment about this. It's, it's do we have the energy to pursue that right now? And why would you want to stay here and cause division when this church mm-hmm. believes X or this church has this? Um, and by the way, there may be a moment where you could invite the leadership to say, would you reconsider? The church leadership can say, sure. Or you know what? No, we're not doing right. it. We're not doing it. And, um, and what, what God says, well, then don't stay there and fight it. Why don't you dust your feet off and go elsewhere where mm-hmm. I have, have a place for you? Because... The covenant is to be blessed to be a blessing. Why do you want to enter, engage in the fight? Right. Um, and and cause divi- you be a cause of division. So uh, it's pretty clear uh, that when it says withdraw, it just means, well, first of all, uh, release the energy at the moment. 
Mm-hmm. And now with God, decide where do I go with this so mm-hmm. that either I invite people uh, along the path to consider truth, that's kind of important, or God says to you, well, you've, you've invited him and they said no. So either, either uh, let it go and or move on in a, into a different place, but don't ever let it steal your peace or your shalom. Mm, that's so, good. So that's yeah. pretty cool. So lots of boy, lots of stuff there, isn't it? Uh, with uh, lots of great what we've got. This might there. this might stimulate some more questions uh, of people that <laughs> have think? situations <laughs> where you're in the middle of it. Like I'm in the middle of this situation. What do I do? We'd love to hear from mm-hmm. you, uh, and you can uh, you know uh, put again at uh, uh, questions uh, at our website is uh, questions at afjministry.com uh, or on the YouTube and just raise up the question like we've been uh, actually dealing with here over this last week of some things that people are raising up and we'd love to answer them because it really brings out uh, the opportunity to get in the word and then to give you some thoughts about how God would walk you to stay in Shalom and by the way, be continue to be a recipient of the, co- of the covenant. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, so much, Rich. As always, it's a pleasure. And thank you for joining us, everyone. Yep. We hope you have a fantastic afternoon yeah. and enjoy yeah, walking yep. in the peace of God. Amen. We'll be seeing you soon. Take care. Yep. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments. And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.